Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in another week. This is episode 11 of the Topsoil Podcast. To the Topsoil Podcast, new week, and we're going to be talking about getting diversity in your cover crops, um, kind of tagging into diversity in your operation that we were talking about last week with hitting on new markets and whatnot, diversifying your operation. Now we're going to talk about diversifying cover crops. So whether that be trying to just get more species of cover crops into the mix, multi-way mixes of species, whether that be at least three or five kind of things, but even up to, you know, 10 and 12 way mixes of cover crops. we got some guests coming in this week, going to be checking out uh, some of those things, coming in to talk about what they're doing with interseed to cover crops, with mixes of cover crops, with diversity. And uh, a lot of guys trying to figure that piece out on how do we get diversity in our crop rotations to give us more time in the year to get diverse cover crops going. And um, so that'll be kind of part of the conversation on can we get a diverse mix of cover crops or new species of cover crops going by still harvesting when we typically do? What are some of the options there on getting cover crops planted? What about getting cover crops planted halfway through the season? What about early part of the season as far as when corn is maybe a foot tall or so? get cover crops planted in there or getting cover crops planted even earlier than that. And uh, so looking forward to having some, some of the local guys who've been trying this stuff come and visit us and uh, we'll go from there. But anyway, so I'm Mitchell Hora joined again with Trent Stout and uh, welcome back soil nation. So Trent, what's your take on kind of the, your, what you're looking at, you know, with, getting diversity into cover crops. So Trent's selling cover crop seed. So he's working with guys all over the place trying to help figure this out. And um, so what do you think on getting more diversity going? What what do we have working here? But what about to a larger audience, people all over the world? Yeah, well, I think we just kind of need to lay a little bit of a foundation first. <clears throat> the biggest question that we hear and some of the feedback that we've even got since we started this show was, you know, deals with cover crops because that's a big integral part in being able to build soil health Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's so many limitations when you're in a corn to soybean rotation which 90 percent of the guys around here are in 90 99 percent right Um, and so the question becomes if i want to build soil health and i want to do cover crops i want to plant cover crops in the fall how how can i get diversity we talked last week about the studies that are coming out that are showing in order to build soil health, not in order to build organic matter, right, and, and jumpstart your organic matter, you need anywhere between five to seven at a very minimum species in your cover crop mixes to really get a lot of benefit. Mm-hmm. And what that does is the more species you can get into your mixes, the faster you can jumpstart this process of building organic matter. Okay, and so that becomes a challenge in the fall, 
that becomes a big time challenge, especially in our area, because after we take the crop off, if you're drilling after a, a combine, how in the world are you going to get five, seven, fifteen species to grow? Right. You know, in our climate, yeah, right? Super so short period of time, maybe two months. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So so now guys that have bought into this, they are pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. They're pushing the limits of saying. Okay, I still want to be in corn and soybeans because I still want to be in that system for whatever reason. Um, because that's what makes sense, right? right? But how you know how do I get stuff in earlier? How can I take stuff off earlier? Now, if you have cattle, and I'll say this for the week of what we're talking about, yeah. cattle are the trump card. Livestock is the yeah. trump card, right? Yeah. Because that allows you a lot more options, ton of more options, yeah. right? So just look at how. Chopping corn silage. Think of how much faster you can get acres off with corn silage that you can then feed to your cattle, but then you're coming back in earlier with cover crop species that will give you some benefit, right? So the last thing that I want you to do or take from this is if you want to jumpstart your organic matter, okay, if you want to jumpstart your soil health and your biological activity, um, then you need more species. But the last thing that I want you to take is I'm going to go out there at the same time that I always go out there in the in the winter, and I'm just going to come into, you know, a retail operation or or someone who's selling cover crop seed, and I'm just going to order 15 species because you heard that here. Right. You know just what I mean? That is yet. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is, in if you want to, there's a lot that's if you want to do that, you have to rethink your time windows. Right? Cereal rye is kind of the king of the cover crops world. Because it's easy. Because it's easy and you can plant it, it's and cheap. you can plant it in November. You know what I mean, and still get some benefits out of it. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, we need more species to build organic matter. We know that. How do we do that? That's kind of the the overriding theme right. uh, this week is is looking at different ways that you can maybe achieve this. And I think there's some guys who are being really creative, you know, and rigging up their whether it be a spreader, a spreader to go out there and spread cover crops early part of the year. The guys are drilling it in with their between rows of corn. Um, you can spread it on or fly it on over the top later in the year. Whatever it takes, I suppose, to go out there and get something going. Um, but I think that is really critical of what your species are. It's a species that you're going to put out there. So I definitely like your take on that. I think what I've seen with like you're saying, diversity, getting more organic matter built up, but pieces of that being more organic carbon, of course, too. And organic carbon, going out there to feed the microbes, feeding the soil biology, and that biology helping us to build, of course, soil health and recycle nutrients and all that. So I think in that diversity of cover crops, we're pulling more nutrients out of the soil. There's certain cover crops that are good at making phosphorus available versus potassium versus nitrogen, of course, or getting more abuse and cover closes there to fix nitrogen for us. So I think you've got to be mindful of that as well when you're selecting mixes of cover crops. Is what is the goal? What am I after? Do I need more phosphorus availability? Do I want more of just organic carbon and build organic matter and get a biomass and build it up quick? Then you need something that's going to really grow and put on a lot of biomass. So depending on what, what the goal is, of course. But I think we can get stuff turned around really quick as well. Some guys are even looking at, okay, in one year or a half a year kind of a deal, 
you go out there and you plant a super diverse mix of cover crops, really kind of shock the system. There's guys across Iowa that are doing that. We're going to have some guys here locally trying that here this year as well. Where, whether it be you don't really plant much of a cash crop out there at all for the year, and you kind of rotate around, you know, you, you want to take your whole farm and not harvest it just to shock the system with a very diverse mix of cover crops and try to build your soil health in kind of one year. You would more so take one field at a time or half a field at a time to get your rotation going and hey this area here really needs some help with building my soil health and getting the biology going and maybe it hasn't been farmed the greatest for the last 50 years or more and it's and we're going and saying hey this area needs some help so then it's okay let's take a very diverse mix of cover crops 10 12 way mix throw it up you know get a bunch of stuff going out there and really stimulate stimulate that diversity because you're stimulating a wider array of microbes in, in the soil there's certain microbes that like certain food and certain crops just like we like certain food you know not everybody likes the same food or wants to eat the same things microbes are the same way but by by getting more diversity out there in the soil then you can make sure that we're feeding a wider array of those microbes so um, and getting a, a wider array of benefits too, yeah, from those cover crops. So, um, and I think it's super important. And maybe just leave with this: is the first thing you need to ask yourself is, what are my goals? Like that's the first thing that you should always determine when you're looking at cover crops. When we're talking about cover crops and multi-species, we're talking about it from a building soil resiliency, from building organic matter and doing these things in a quick fashion maybe your goals are erosion control and that's where you want to start from the implementation side that's fine so the goal of this week is just basically to show that uh show you some different ways that guys are doing that and getting stuff in early to help them on their farms so tomorrow we're going to be dealing with michael vito he's going to come in he's an interceder so if you're interested in interceding into standing corn uh, he'll be here for that. On uh, Wednesday, we have a first ever roundtable. We're going to be bringing Michael back. Also, Michael Cavan, who is a local farmer, first time cover cropper this year um, for DMZ Corporation here in Ainsworth. So I look forward to talking with those two and, sure. you know, finishing up the week. Getting some local insight into this whole topic of diversity. And, ju- and I think give the listeners and or watchers. Yep. Um, some more people that they can kind of watch and learn from as well. And that, you know, if you're trying these things, you're not alone. There's a lot of other people that are trying mm-hmm. stuff as well. So more people that we can learn from. Yep. So, so we'll stay see. tuned. Definitely come back. Watch. We're on Facebook, Twitter, yep. Apple Podcasts, other podcast apps as well. So stay tuned and we'll see you next time. Sometimes yep. I'm